So I need to have a, an offensive line. I need to have a defensive line and I have to have a left tackle. And a lot of people don't know this, but a left tackle is. You're listening to the right club podcast where the focus is all about helping you grow your real estate investment portfolio and live the life you want to live. Come grow with us and join our community at the right And now your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi. Welcome back, Right Club Nation, to another episode of the podcast. Alfonso Salemi here. I am with my co-founder of the Right Club and a special guest today as well, I guess co-host, Laurel Simmons. So uh, how's it going, Laurel? It's going great, Alfonso. It's a, it's a great day and we've got a great podcast coming up, don't we? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, really, really pumped for uh, for today's guest, the seven two investor. But before we get to that, what's up with you, Laura? What's going on? What's keeping you busy? What uh, I know the right club's keeping you busy. So what uh, what what's going on? Oh, lots of stuff. We're um, actually getting ready to go away in a couple of weeks. So uh, you know what it's like. It's sometimes when you go away, it almost seems like it's more work than it's worth it. <laughs> But then you get away and you go, oh, this is great, right? Then you come back and you go, why did I go away? Because I have so much to catch up on. But we all need a break, don't we? We all need a break. Absolutely, absolutely. Recently, I heard, you know, if you if you want to get busy or if you want to get a goal accomplished, book a trip, right? Oh. Because then it's, you know, you got to get so many things done before you go. And then when you come back, it's, yeah, but it's definitely worth it. You have to unplug. And, uh, yeah, you definitely have to enjoy because uh, sometimes, you know, the, the, the journey isn't easy, right? There are struggles. There are times where you're going to have to exert more energy, more thought into that stuff. And you, you have to unwind to take a step back and to think. And, and that's what a lot about what we talked about with, with Mark on, uh, on the podcast, that he went through some personal struggles. And then obviously it impacts the financial side of your life as well, too. But he didn't let that stop him. He continued to grow. He, he said he worked on himself uh, to, to make a... Uh, to, to make the best of it, to make the best shot. He said he wasn't folding his hands. So, yeah, I, th- I thought it was a really good conversation with Mark. Yeah, and a lot of what he said really resonated with me too. And I think everybody's going to be really interested in, in, in hearing that, you know what, Everybody, everybody's got issues. Everybody's got challenges. And it all comes down to the choices you make, right? You can sit in the corner or you can get on with it. And not that you, not that people aren't, won't help you, but you have to ask for help like he did and put a plan in place and just move forward. Cause we can all, I don't know about you, Alfonso, but I have certainly uh, spent some time wallowing in self-pity. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And I think the, the, the important part is, is, you know, a thing that I've, that I've learned is, you know, verbalizing it and saying it to somebody or sharing it, even if there's not solutions. Sometimes we're not talking just to go seek a solution. Sometimes we're just talking just to kind of let it out and be like, ah, to be done with it, right? And, and, that's, um, and that's the cool part of, of obviously us working together, you and I, Laurel, and uh, along with Daniel, you know, your husband and Sarah with the right club is, you know, there are going to be struggles uh, as there's growth. There's going to be amazing successes and that's the cool part is that we get to share that with people and it's not internalizing you have to share the good and the bad with that's right because the good comes i don't say after the bad but along with the bad and we won't recognize what's good unless we have some stuff that's not so good and we have to compare (laughs) because if everything was perfect all the time oh wouldn't we be bored yeah, I, I would try. I wouldn't mind it for a little while. I'd, you know, that'd be awesome if everything is perfect. But then again, then things change after that too. But, uh, but, and and that's a, that's the the important part is we get to hear so many stories, and I feel so blessed doing this podcast now for you know almost a year and a half that 
you know, we get to meet all these people that, you know, we don't, sometimes you can't have that really in-depth conversation. And I encourage the people, the right club that, you you know, come out, meet those people, but really to get deeper. And you, you always say that as well too, Laurel, is build those important relationships. Don't, you know, come out to see 150 people and make, you know, one, say hello to all of them, but like really getting good conversation with, you know, a handful or, or so and, uh, and do that. And that's with the podcast. We get to do that is to interview these amazing people and share their stories. And when we kind of had this crazy idea of the moving on to our online community, that's what it, it was like this podcast on steroids is really everybody kind of communicating with each other and talking with each other, sharing ideas, sharing strategies, sharing experiences, good and bad. So uh, yeah, we're, I'm really excited. Uh, you know, as we get closer to the launch date, um, we're, we're, uh, we're going to really, uh, really advance what we're doing at the right club and connect even more people. Yeah, because encouragement is so important. And I think Mark's, Mark's story is really encouraging because, um, yeah, he's gone through a lot of crappy stuff, as a lot of people have, as you have and as, as I have. Uh, maybe not in the same ways. It doesn't matter. Everybody has stories and everybody has stuff that they can, we can all learn from. And I think, I think that that's one of the problems. Or not, I don't want to say problems, but one of the issues with, with real estate investors, especially people who are starting out, um, they think they have to do everything perfect from the beginning. And they think that, um, that those of us who have some experience under our belts have never made mistakes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's yep. not true, right? Not We've all, all made mistakes. Yep. And we need, and you and I and, and Daniel and Sarah and a lot of people in the right club, we need encouragement just as much as everybody else. And the only way we can get encouragement is, yes, to share our successes, but also to say, hey, you know what? This really sucks, this situation. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And that support. So, yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think the, the Right Club, you guys are going to, the, the Right Club Nation, you guys are going to like this podcast. It's a really good one. If you do, please rate, review, give us some feedback. That's how we can get out there and find uh, even more people and help more people and encourage other people and to share their story. So, uh, so please uh, get on there, like, subscribe. And uh, yeah, let's get to the podcast, Laurel. It's going to be a good one. All right, let's go. All right, and welcome to the podcast, Mark Smith. Thank you, thank you so much for uh, for joining us tonight, Laurel as well. And uh, you know, we've met at the Right Club a couple times. We've shook hands, talked in the back of the room, and uh, yes, for those of the Right Club Nation that haven't had the opportunity to to meet you, Mark, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and kind of kind of get us up to speed with what you're doing today. It sounds good. Unfortunately, or fortunately for everybody listening, it's only a 30 minute segment. So, and <laughs> so I'll do the Coles notes version for those Canadians listening, if you know what Coles notes are. So anyways, um, yeah, no, my name is, I go by Mark Smith on social media. I'm also known as a seven two real estate investor. And I'll, we'll talk about that for sure. I'm uh, been out there on social media a lot. We could talk about that whole experience as well, but um, to just take it back a few notches, which is, Humble beginnings. So I was born and raised in Edmonton. Typical immigrant story. My parents came here from East Africa with really what they had. They took a, a huge risk by coming to Canada. I mean, coming from East Africa and so forth. And just knowing the opportunities that were out there for, you know, and really just because they wanted to have a family and there were better opportunities coming to this great country. So, you know, my parents, they, they hustled. They hustled, you know, the number of jobs they had and, and, and that kind of stuff. I mean, they went through hell and back. I mean, even getting a house and then the interest rates hitting 18, 19% and just, just did whatever it took. And it was all about surviving. And 
that was something that basically came on to me and my brother. I have a brother, a sibling. He lives in Vancouver now. And so this was in Edmonton, Alberta. And um, I was there until uh, 2011. But just to go back, uh, you know, I went born and raised there, went to school there. It was amazing. I took a student loan out and I went to school and I worked in that setting for only three months because I said, this is not for me. So from there, I've been in, in the sales in the sales side and I've been doing sales for about 20 years, 20 plus years for the same company. And it's, uh, you know, very high end sales. And so during that journey in 2011, I actually moved down to Chicago. I lived in uh, just outside of Chicago for about five and a half years. So my, with my two beautiful children and my ex-wife at the time. And then uh, when it was time to come back, I decided or we decided to move back to Ontario and we chose London. And that gives you some background story of, of where I came from and how I got to, to London. Having said that, I mean, I've always had an interest in getting into real estate. It was always something that was there. I had a lot of people telling me, hey, you're good at talking. You're good at orchestrating a deal. You're good at closing and this kind of stuff. And it just, I never pulled the trigger. And I just maybe, there's always a saying that, you know, the best time to get into real estate, if it wasn't yesterday, then it is today. Yes and no. I mean, I think you have to be ready. And it's not just ready financially. I think you have to be ready uh, mentally, maturity. Maturity, I just wasn't there yet. Maybe perhaps financially, but maturity, I wasn't there yet. And then going through a, a really bad marital breakdown, I think that's when the maturity really kicked in. And if I may, maybe we can talk about how the 7-2 real estate investor came in because that's what I'm known known for. Or should I let you ask questions? I think that's great because I I think your story is really interesting. And it, 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 I mean, yeah, I'm fascinated. So go ahead and tell your story. Tell us what 7-2 means. Sounds good. So for those of you that play poker, 7-2 is the worst hand you you can get when you play poker. So if the first two cards you get, uh, in your hand are seven two. It's just the worst hand, and you're better off just folding those cards. So I, where I learned about the whole seven two was I started in our neighborhood had these poker games in Chicago, and we made a rule that if you win a hand with seven two, everybody in the room had to do a shot. So it just became a game. That's awesome. That's doing that. that's so cool. Right? I love that. Right, like that's like the boys hanging out, playing some cards, and we were talking quickly. I think, and you guys can fact check me out there, but I think it's called the Doyle Brunson. Because he was like he was a famous poker player back in the day, and he used to win with the seven two all the time. Which yeah, for sure is the. the I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. I love that. I love okay. that actually. All right. So you win. So you so if you win a hand, you're taking a shot. You're taking a shot. That's okay. right. Okay. So it just sort of stuck and became you know, and it was just all about you know, it's a fraternity, get everything together, and just you know, just hang out. So essentially, during what I was going through, and it was just it's it's been a horrible journey, and I just uh, thank God for my children, just giving me my strength. So I got played a bad hand. I mean, that's the reality. I got a played a bad hand. And the reality is, is I could have sat there in a corner and played victim and complained about the system and complained about everybody and so forth. So that's the beauty is we have a choice to make. And the choice I made is this is the deck. This is the hand I've been dealt with. So what I'm going to do is I have two choices. I can fold it or I can play this hand and I have to grind it out. So I decided to play it out. And that was August of 2018. Oh, that's not very long ago. Not that's very long. No, wow. it's not very long ago. Yeah. So I sat on the couch. My partner Zara and, and God bless her. She came home and she just saw I was just, you know, in that in that position where my heads my hands were on my face and uh, and I said we're doing this. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. So the first thing I knew at that point was it was to uh, create a power team, and I just took what I learned from the sales side and I said, okay, 
I know sales, but I don't know real estate. I mean, I've owned homes throughout my life. I did have a property in Chicago I did rent out, but that wasn't rent like, run, uh, run like a business. It was just more out of, hey, it's, it's a Band-Aid. Let's don't worry about it. So having said that, I said I had to put this team together. So I made sure, I mean, I, and you'll find this with me. I use a lot of sports analogies. And I always consider you know, myself, and Alphonse is laughing there, uh, which is, you know, I'm the quarterback. I'm the quarterback, and my arm is the credit. So I'm, this has to be protected. So I need to have a, an offensive line. I need to have a defensive line. And I have to have a left tackle. And a lot of people don't know this, but a left tackle is the second most important position on a football field. And, uh, and why that is, is they protect the quarterback's blind side. So if I have the ball like this, I can't see who's coming behind me. So I got Ben behind me, but I can't see him. <laughs> so the whole idea is to protect me. So I knew how important it was to have a fantastic mortgage broker or specialist protecting my, and, 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 and educate me. And with that, it just, the whole circle grew. And once I amassed that team, then we, then they said, okay, now let's get on the field and let's do this. Ended up purchasing my first rental in Canada or in London. It would have been October 30th of 2018. Ended up purchasing my second property, December 15th of 2018. And it was like this domino just started to fall. And, um, and since that time, I mean, I've re- my trajectory has just, it's been exponential. And I think a lot of it has to do with, of course, the power team, no doubt in my mind. Number two, it's, it's surrounding myself with the right people. And, and where I've invested myself or put investments into myself. But three, it's also comes down to this whole 7-2 mentality. And that's my business card, actually, which is uh, quite unique. So I made it into a playing card. Um, so it has our business logo. And then you have the 7-2 there. I so, love that. I love that. It's so unique and it's so different. And I'm right on track with you with the sports analogies. I, for, for people that know me, I use sports analogies all the time. There's And you talk about the different teams, even different sports. Um, it's a cohesive unit. Like I think, I think I saw, heard this once or maybe I just made it up right now, but like life is a team sport. It really is. Like if you do it on your own, you die on your own. Right. So you have to be around people and, and grow and, and really build with certain people in your life that, that, that you want to create that legacy. And you mentioned, you know, your kids and and, and that kind of stuff. So yeah, let's kind of get into like the nitty gritty a little bit. Like, so you said the first property was October of 2018. So a few months after kind of that low point, right? So yeah, just think about there visually, you got when like normal is like flat, you were at your low point and now you've kind of accelerated, like that's double, right? So yeah. what, what kind of property, where were you looking? How did you acquire it? Walk us through. Walk yeah. Us through so the first property we went with was uh, in downtown London or just outside downtown London. It's an up and coming area called Old East Village. And, um, and that property we picked up for, and this was, I can't believe I'm saying this price now because two years later, there's no way you can get that price. But we bought this property, I think for about 185000 no, $188,000. It was a, it was a single family home, three bedroom home. And I, I love the, if there's an older home and it has that Victorian style, that, 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 that character, I need it. I want it. Right. So and there's just something about it. And, um, and so and it, that happened to be that, that, that uh, property, and I, it was actually built in 1904. So we actually had to put some work into it. So really, we out of, just out of Sarah Larby's playbook, we did the birth strategy with it. So I was able to put in some effort into it, roll up my sleeves, and again, using my team. And then we had some tenants in there. So that happened, uh, that was in October of 2018. So that was that property specifically. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. 
Right, Club Nation, let's take a quick minute here to meet our sponsor for the week, Blackjack Contracting. They've been serving Niagara, Hamilton, and Brantford areas, and for the past three years, becoming the area's largest basement suite renovation specialist. That's right, and Blackjack works with real estate investors, both new and experienced, converting single-family homes into multiple legal suites and renovating properties to achieve their maximum potential and value. Absolutely. And they've completed over 100 units from Brantford to Niagara Falls and everywhere in between. They handle everything from permitting and design to final cleaning before you list your rentals. And they also have fully licensed electrical contractors certified with the ESA and take jobs of all sizes. Make sure to check them out at blackjackcontractinginc.ca and also follow them on social media at blackjackcontractinginc. And they say investing can sometimes feel like the biggest gamble of your life. But when you have blackjack on your side, the house always wins. So now back to the podcast. And now back to the show. And, and so how long did it take you from sort of the first time, like from beginning to end in terms of acquiring the property and then getting the tenant in? Like what, what time frame are we talking about here? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Great question. So I got the keys on October 30th of 2018. October 31st, I would have loved to get in there, but my kids and Zara would have killed me. It's being Halloween. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but unfortunately, you know, in my, in my strategy is always buying a property that just, it's, it's not structural, you know, it's cosmetic. And so this property started with the demo and, uh, and so forth. And we started this, I want to say, around the first week of November. And we had the renovate. Renovations took us about three to four weeks. But again, it was just it was more lipstick and redoing the flooring and, and, and that kind of stuff. But I, did like I took some time off work and uh, with my day job. And, of course, first-time investor. And I think a lot of first-time investors will say they do roll up their sleeves and they'll try to do it themselves. And they realize afterwards it's not worth it. So... So we were able to get a tenant that started their tenancy, I think it was like December 28th or something like that. So the holding costs were not that much and the rental costs didn't break the bank either. And we were able to get a, a good tenant in there and uh, they've been, they've been an excellent tenant since. Yeah. Uh, can I ask you a question? Cause I think this is something that people really like to know. And I like to know, cause I remember the first deal that I did, Oh gosh, years and years and years and years ago. And then, you know, since something with my husband, that that's different, but even so those first few deals, they're scary. There's just no other way. There's no other way to put it. They're scary, right? Yeah, they are scary. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if I can swear on the podcast or not, but I was scared, you know, a lot less. Right. <laughs> and, and so on this side, I have a complete marriage breakdown. My legal bills to date are probably, and I don't mind sharing this because I know there's other people in my, that are, I'm going to let people know I'm walking in their shoes. So there's nothing to be embarrassed about. But my legal bills are upwards of $160,000. Yeah. And I can't nothing do nothing about that. Again, I got played a bad hand. I can go in the corner and complain about the lawyers or I do something about it. So, so with that, I had the whole legal aspect going on. My credit was being affected because I had moved from the States back to Canada and when I moved to the, st- the States, Canada didn't recognize a lot of my credit again. So I had to rebuild that credit again. So, so you have that. And it was just a slippery slope, a slurpy, slippery slope. And then I'm saying, hey, I want to buy a property. <laughs> and now I got to put a down payment and I got to now fund the uh, renovations. And the stress is, are we ever going to get someone in here? And, and just remind me, at that point, did you have like, like, what was your like, quote unquote, experience for the job of doing this, of real estate investing before before you took on that property? 
You know, my experience, I had zero. My all What I brought to the table, like I said, I brought my arm and I brought my ambition. The rest was within the team and, uh, and, and I could trust them. So I've always built, like, built myself like that. So I, but I was still, I was still scared. You know what, Les? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and that's cool because in those situations, it's, it's like you're, you're dealing with multiple things. Like you said, on multiple fronts, you're dealing with the legal side, you're dealing with now learning a whole new technique. You have your, I'm sure at that time you still had, you said you were high end sales that you were doing as well too. So you're juggling a lot of things, children involved as well too. And you know, the things don't seem to get easier as we yeah. get, as we continue on, right? Things get, you know, a lot harder, but more complicated, more dynamic. And I think what it really boils down to is that we need to get better, right? Yeah. There is no really kind of, you know, staying at that same, I'm just going to stay here because things are going to progress around you sure. everything around you progresses. Right. So maybe like, what was like, what was the hardest thing that, that you had to, that you, that basically at that point, maybe leave out the personal, leave out like that kind of stuff, but for the property, learning that kind of getting over a hump and, and seeing a light, maybe somebody from your power team or what was sure. the hardest thing you had to deal with on that project? You know what? It, it was, it was the fear of the unknown. That's, that's, that's what it was. It was, it was all up here. Right. I mean, you can talk to, you know, I, when I, I love going to the right club cause it just feels so much energy. And of course I have to thank uh, Danielle for that Jason, but there's just so much high and, and, and that kind of stuff. But it's so, but if you're doing it on your own for that first time, it's, it, it, it's, it's like, what did I get myself into in the fear of the unknown? And, and then the fear of the unknown, I still didn't have a tenant and I decided to buy another property. <laughs> and, and this property I got, I mean, the floor was angled like this. It was a home built in 1882. And <laughs> I just look back at that and Zara looking at me and saying, what are you doing? <laughs> so again, but you know, once I just have a lot of uh, faith, not, 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 not going into religion, but more spiritually, I just have a lot of faith. And I just always feel things will work out. And I, I just, I just got to keep my legs moving. And that was something I was told really early on, going back to sports, my old hockey coach, keep those legs moving. Because when you keep those legs moving, the puck will find you. And I'm finding in real estate investing, you keep your legs moving, the deals will find you, the money will find you, and the people will find you. Um, you, know, you are so right. Cause I, and I hear this a lot from people like people say, well, I can't do it. Cause I don't know how, I don't know how, I don't know how. And I I've said this more than once is forget. And I call them the cursed hows. The, the hows do not matter. And they never have. If you know what you want to do and you got the, the ambition and, and you've got, you just, you've, you've got the, uh, the drive and you've got the people around you. Then, and you know you're starting here and you're aiming over there well it's like ready fire aim right <laughs> almost yeah but yeah. well, that sounds like my boys in their bathroom but that's a different story <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> okay so, but, but i might have to edit that out <laughs> no, no we won't no. so but you're right so it okay. is ready fire aim for sure because yeah. as so long now, as you're ready as long yeah. as you're ready yeah. And you know where you're going, how you get there. You're as long as you keep moving and you have the right people, you're going to get there. For you're sure. Not what you think, but you are going to get there. For sure. And I think I had the unfair advantage in that I already had, I already hit the low. Mm. Yeah. I already you, have hit one, low. you have one way to go, right? You have one way to go. It's going up, right? Like you said, that's like right. if, you, if you fold it, then you're kind of like, that's, there's kind of, again, back to the sports, like a never give up, right? Like you play to the last, like the last echo of the whistle, right? And, and so going through that and, and, and learning those things, so now you, you've acquired two, what, what's the new plan? Now you've kind of like, 
you're like, okay, maybe stabilize, right? Like there's some turbulence on some flights for a little bit and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, but then eventually, you know, the, the pilot, like you, you level it out and we're all flying our own lines, right? So you kind yeah. of level out, you get some pilot, you have some, see some cool views. Where's, where's that destination? What's that flight look like now? Where are you headed to? So where I am since I started, I mean, you know, it's probably related to my attention deficit disorder, but uh, and, and it's funny, a lot of entrepreneurs have that will claim they do have that. Where I am today, if we were to fast forward uh, till today, I now have amassed, I want to say, you know, about $2 million worth of, of, of assets. And this is going to be with, I have single family homes, we've done secondary dwelling conversions, done, um, so one of my properties is a student rental, I've done an Airbnb re-rental, which is going to my fellow landlords and saying, hey, you got an issue with tenants. I understand your pain. I just want to try Airbnb for size. I'll rent your property at fair market value and the win-win. So I've been doing that just to try it on for size. And I've also uh, gotten to the joint venture game. So I now have two joint ventures. And the nice thing is, like I said before, is you keep your legs moving and the money people deals find you. And it's it's been overwhelming, actually, how many people have been reaching out. And it, but again, it's 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 been it's just been unbelievable. No, that's incredible. And and I said plane, so I'll take that back, dude. You're on a rocket, man. That's that's incredible. <laughs> like in the short amount of time, what you know, what you've done, and now even like like you said, the the Airbnb re rentals. Un- unpack that a little bit. So if I have a property in in any town or, or certain towns where you, like you would manage that for me. Yeah, I would just say, hey, Alfonso, you've, you know, and it is, uh, and I'll just, you know, this is how I've done it with other, other, other landlords. And it's because it is a small world, right? I mean, you go to Red Club and it's a small world. Everybody knows each other somewhat and we're all landlords. And, you know, it's all about integrity and camaraderie. And so I've just gone up to other landlords and say, I have some systems built for Airbnb. You have a property. I want to run an Airbnb, but I don't want to put 20 points on a property just so I can run it as an Airbnb. And then, or my other exits or other options. So I go in and say, Hey, you're a landlord. You have, you've had issues with tenants. You've had to go to the land tenant board. You know, that if someone doesn't pay rent, it's their divine right to stay there as long as they want. And there's nothing you can do about it. Right. That's their divine right. <laughs> there you go. And it's not fun. It's not fun. That's where the stress happens. So I want to be the Advil. I want to be the, um, I, I, this, I can laugh at this. I want to be the preparation H <laughs> because because what we're going to offer now is we're going to, we want to rent your property. We are going to take care of your property. Um, where Airbnb does the vetting beforehand. If you do all your verifications up front, I get paid in advance. You'll get paid. But the biggest thing is the property is taken care of. We both have a vested interest now because you want to make sure I'm happy. And I want to make sure that my guests are happy because I'm relying on the reviews because of the search engine optimization. I want to be pushed right to the top with my reviews. And at the end of the day, how long did it take you to like from your first, um, the first time you, you, you got a property, uh, what did you call it? Re, re Airbnb? No, re rental, a re rental, -rental, sorry, re rental. So how long did it take you to get to a point where you actually like had cash flow? So you're you're sort of out of the red and the black, because I'm assuming, you know, you've got to pay the rent right up front. Right. And then you start, that's um, right. You list it and all the rest of it. Good point. So I started, uh, this happened in December. So it just, just a, you know, we're not that far away. So December, so December, I, I went in thinking this was just going to be, I'm going to take a hit. Like I'm not looking at just the furniture because I had to get, but you had to furnish it. So I'm looking at that. It's probably going to take eight months to recoup that, but just simply from a, a profitable standpoint. And I was expecting to go into December with a loss. Well, we actually broke even in December. 
And that includes the cleaning fees and all that stuff because the guests pay their cleaning fees. So what really, city, what, what city is this, uh, this market? I, I'm in London. In London. Okay. So this is in London, Ontario. Yeah. Cool. This is in London. So, and then for the month of, uh, of January, and I think I have like just only two, I only had like four days that were vacant. So with that, to give you an idea, I think my profit on this month is going to be about 500 bucks. So if I run a, if I run a, my, one of my rentals, yeah, my cash flow might be 500 bucks, but I'm also getting the benefit of mortgage paid down and depreciation. I lose those two, but I am taking 500 bucks, 500 dollars for cash flow, which is something. And you know, it's all about maintaining a super host status, and that's my goal because then I can take that status with me to any of my properties or any re rentals I decide to do. Because you're also so you're raising, you sorry, you're you're getting the cash flow, like say the 500 dollars. The the other side to that, of course, is that yes, you're not getting the mortgage paid down, but you don't have the you're not taking the the credit hit either. You, you don't have to use your credit on that property. You can go buy something else. So you're kind of almost in a sense doubling up, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you get 10, if you get 10 re-rentals going, I mean, what is that? If at 500 bucks a month, like, I mean, and there's, there's a great um, um, website. It's called Air DNA, which it basically analyzes the property and it can tell you what you're looking at. And I've run two numbers and I've run numbers as having a long-term tenant or for one year and running an Airbnb and the revenue generation is about $3,000 more. $3,000 more in the Airbnb. Airbnb. And what was that website again? We're all frantically writing it down. No problem. AirDNA. It's a, yeah, AirDNA is a subscription. I think it's like 26 bucks a month, but you can get in and out. And the one thing I have to say is like I, a lot of these, like early on, I made a lot of decisions blindly. Yes, I had the team, but it was really when I started investing in, in myself that I've seen this trajectory like this. Mm-hmm. So it was investing in coaching and that kind of stuff to get these ideas. Um, I wouldn't have known about Air DNA if it wasn't for my coach and saying, hey, let's run the numbers. Let's see how it goes. And so now we got some confidence with that. And the same landlord has come up to me and said, hey, I got other places that I would like you to rent from me. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. It, it is work up front and it's a concierge service. But the nice thing after that is you have your systems in place and I do everything off my phone. Yeah, that's incredible of how you can leverage technology. And when I, when, I, when I hear you talking about this, you're solving a problem for people as well, too, right? Because they have these properties, whether like in London, Ontario. So this is in December, right? It's like London actually it was a pretty mild winter, but like London snows, there's seasonal so. Like maybe what kind of people, because I think of an Airbnb, think of like destinations, places that people want to go, tourist attractions, things like that. So what kind of client in London, Ontario is like an Airbnb that you're finding and how long are the stays? Like just get into that a little bit. Sure, of course. So my guess, I want them, I don't want them there during the day. I want them there to to come there at three o'clock, check in or whatever it is, put up their feet, have something to eat, go to bed check their emails and go back to work the next day. So I really, and versus a tenant, you just don't know what you're going to have. So the type of guests, I don't say clientele, type of guests I've had are anything from visiting students because, um, you know, you're, you got Western, we have, you know, university, we have Fanshawe College. I've had professors. I've had people come in from as far as Connecticut that want that were here to visit for family, but they like the location. I have hockey tournaments. I mean, you know, Southwest Ontario, we love our hockey, and there's hockey tournaments galore. So you can go to a hotel and spend 150 bucks or 175 bucks. Plus, you got to pay the hotel tax. Plus, you're only getting a small room, whereas here you're actually getting a, a house or you're getting an apartment, more freedom. And that's what they. That's it's 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 a it's it's a suite versus a room. 
And I think they like that. And they're not going to get charged for parking. It's, and it, it just, and I, I believe what I'm seeing now is a lot of the millennials it, hotels are no, that's just too formal for them. So, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of that generational. I'm seeing a, yeah. And I've seen, I'm seeing that. And the amazing thing is, is that I can vet them in advance if they're causing trouble. Cause I have people watching if there's neighbors, cause this is an apartment unit. Mm-hmm. I actually get a text. I, I can t- tell Airbnb they have to go and Airbnb will do it. If they refuse to go, I can call the police department and it's now considered trespassing. If a tenant does not pay their rent for three months, guess what? It's a divine right. Not, uh-uh. Wow. Wow. Very cool. Like, see, that's the cool stuff. This is what I love is that you, you've invested, like you said, improved, you know, in yourself, number one, but in, invested in yourself on learning a strategy that, wow, to me, it's like you, like, it's like a Martian telling me like, yeah, this is a whole nother thing. This is really interesting stuff. And, and a real cool topic. So thanks for, thanks for sharing that uh, with, with our audience and like as another strategy and, and definitely when you're at the right club event, make sure that you go and find Mark because I definitely will. And I'm going to st- keep asking another hundred questions, but uh, yeah, for now we got to get on to our lightning round. Yeah. So, uh, so Mark, are you, uh, are you ready for the lightning round? And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Hey, Right Club Nation, I just wanted to take a quick moment here. It is Sarah Larby, and I'm here with Laurel Simmons, and we have some really exciting news for you. And we heard you, we heard your emails, and we are going to be bringing you Right Club Nation online, coast-to-coast, accessible at any time of day, and you can be in your pajamas like I am right now, and you can access our great content. And what is going to be that content, Laurel? Well, we have videos, recordings of live events that we've held. We have webinars. We have, we'll have our podcast information up there. We'll have uh, forums and chat groups and all kinds of things. You'll even be able to find services and products that you need in your neighborhood, local for you, because we know how important it is that you have your local team with you. We're going to be rolling things out very quickly. And as we start, you'll see more and more stuff come along. And we really want you to join and become part of our online community. Absolutely. This is the first, and in my opinion, it was going to be the best Canadian online community of real estate investors and like-minded individuals. So guys, come and grow with us. Join our online community, register, and come and say hi and check out the amazing things. Yeah, and all you have to do is go to therightclub.com and you'll find us there. It's easy to register, it's free, and hop on. We can't wait to see you there. Guys, come and grow with us. And now, back to the show. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I was listening to some of your podcasts and it's amazing that my, my mind went blank. I'm like, what are the questions again? And I was like, oh, am I going to listen to one? I said, no, no, let's just do this, right? I love it. I love it. That's the best way to do it. So... All right, so Laurel's pinch hitting for Sarah, so go ahead, Laurel, you're, uh, you're up. Okay, so what's the best advice you've ever received from another investor or at a networking event? Oh, okay, good question. Really, it's, it's, it's two things, actually, two things. Number one is uh, shut up and listen. Shut up and listen, I like that. There's actually yeah. three. Shut up and listen. Number two is it's not who you know, it's who knows you. So you have to network. You have to go to network events. You have to do, you know, you have to get out there. And lastly is don't be an asshole. <laughs> I'm not swearing, but an asshole. Do you guys know what an asshole? 
this? No, what's an asshole? I might, uh, I don't know. I, what's an, okay, explain. This is a family, this is a family it, show, Mark. This is a family show. Well, it, it's, okay. it's not swearing. It's spelled A-S-K-H-O-L-E. Okay. And an asshole is someone that asks you for your advice, but then goes ahead and does a polar opposite. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so yeah. those are those are some of the things that were given to me. And uh, I know this is lightning round, and I'm going to be very quick here, but at the same time, I just found that I wish I was given some advice early on by someone. And this is my advice for new investors or even novice investors is we're all going to hit a wall eventually. It doesn't matter what. So we can either hit the wall when the wall is like this. How hard is it to penetrate that wall? It's so close. It's very hard. That's time. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, taking a sledgehammer to something versus accelerating farther away and building momentum behind you. So I actually decided a few months ago to invest heavily in coaching. So now I have that momentum. I have that wind at my sails to break that wall that is not going to scare me. Well, break the wall or go over the wall or around the wall or under the wall or whatever. Just build a build stairs to go over the wall, whatever it is, right? It is. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's, a, that's an, an old adage that, that, I, that I've heard quite a bit is sometimes you need to take a step back before you can take a step forward, right? And, and you, you told us about your story and how you kind of, it was kind of a sidestep and you kind of made a, you made it a dance step out of it, but uh, it, it, you, you need to kind of revert back and, and look at what, uh, what you need to do. Very cool. I love that. Askful. That's cool. All right. So number two, what is your favorite real estate investing resource? The right club. <laughs> okay. Actually, you know, know, we know that's everybody's answer, but yeah. you know, let's, you know, let's, uh, let's give some advice for the ability. Best real estate resource. I, I believe they're equally as important. I think you have to have that constant information coming in and processing. And I believe the podcast is the way to go. There's so many unique ideas. A lot of my creativity has come from just listening and say, hey, that looks interesting. How do I do this? But again, it goes back to the fundamentals. And I, I believe best resources investing in a coach. Okay, cool. So what do you think is the one attribute that, if you had to pick one of all your attributes, what's the one attribute you think has made you uh, successful the most? I think it's my ability to build relationships. I believe relationships are king and uh, or queen. I believe, you know, everybody says, why are they doing real estate investing? Is it for financial freedom? Is it for time? Is it, you know, for me, it's build relationships and the rest come. Yeah, definitely. And from, you know, the first time that we met, like very, you're so easy to talk to. You're, you're friendly. You're, you're, you're telling your story. You're putting it out there. Right. And that, that's what it's about. We're here together to do this, to, to grow together. And, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's great. So I know we're recording this on Monday night, but it's the weekend. Saturday night comes and goes. Now it's Sunday morning. What are you up to? What are you doing on a Sunday morning? Sunday morning. Okay. So Sunday morning, really, you know, I just, I just enjoy being at home. I just enjoy being with my partner. I enjoy Zara and just seeing the kids and just doing home stuff. I, I wish I could say it's always like that. Lately, it hasn't. Just been so busy with everything and, you know, our, our brains are everywhere. But that's a Sunday for me that I love is just sitting and just just enjoying the moment. That'd be it. Just enjoying the moment. And, and that's, that could be anything. That could be walking my dog. That could be going to my son's hockey game. We have three boys and, and, and one daughter between our both of our marriages. But that's it. Just enjoy the moment. Life's too short. That's great. That's Thank great. you. So for the Right Club Nation that wants to get a hold of you or to get in contact with you, what's the best way to do that? So they can, you know, look for me on Facebook if they want. And this is the logo they're going to be looking for. You know, it's me and it's Mark Smith. 
Um, so, so just for people who, who don't, because I, I know that we're, we're seeing each other, because we, but a lot of people just be listening. So funny, but that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so and for those of you listening, to make sure to watch, watch, to make sure to watch this, because that's a really cool logo. And it's. Uh, it's like a Z, right? A, it's, a, it's a ZF. Yeah. So, you know, of course, I'm putting it to the camera again. But it's a ZF uh, for Mark Smith. But you can also find me on Instagram. And on Instagram, it's uh, at. 72 real estate investor and i also have a youtube channel which is the 72 so 7-2 real estate investor and really my goal is just to be an inspiration for others and say hey we've been there we can get all this together could always be worse well that's great yeah well listen we uh behalf of laurel and the right club we can't thank you enough for for being on the podcast tonight it was really great getting to know you a little bit better and thank you for sharing your story and yeah, we'll see you uh, next time at the right club. Absolutely. Thanks a lot for having me. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. So Alfonso, what'd you think? Wasn't that a great interview? What an inspiring guy Mark is and his story is, you know, it's not too dissimilar to a lot, a lot of people that we get to meet in the right club that have, you know, have had adversity that have turned the real estate in times where they're like, I don't know what to do. I need to live somewhere. And, you know, and he was going through tough, but yeah, what a, what a really good story. Yeah. And, you know, Mark, you can just tell Mark's so genuine and, and he just, he just laid it out there, right? I mean, he was in a really tough corner and he had a choice. He could sit there and just do nothing and sort of cave in on himself and let the world cave in on him. Or as he said, he could say, okay, that's it. I'm not, no more. I'm moving ahead. And that's, that's the choice he made. And look where he is now. And in such a short period of time. Absolutely. And he's continuing to grow, continuing to expand. And, and what he said was really important was to continue to improve yourself because the, the things around you in life change other mediums, other, other sources of information, people that are doing different things. Right. So now even re-renting the Airbnbs, the air DNA, like this is incredible stuff. Right. So if you're not going out there and learning and paying attention to, to what's going on and just kind of being set in your ways, it's not going to help you in the long run, right? So uh, he, he is a, a great example of having a personal struggle and, and overcoming that and now accelerating and, uh, and really picking it up. So what, what, uh, I'm glad we get to share that story w- w- with everybody. And uh, there's so many of them. And that's the cool part with, with, our, with all of our, our members and the supporters of the Right Club that we get to, to talk to so many and speak to, to really good stories. And we want that to encourage you and, I'm really happy. The seven two investor. I wrote this down. He went, he went from the worst hand to a seven two to a full house, and yeah. you know it's kind of apropos for the for the, the real estate world. So, and I think what I like the best. I mean, what's what resonated with me the most was was just the fact that he he said, you know, I I worked on myself. That's that was it, right? He said yeah. I really d- decided that I I I I'm. He didn't say these words, but that's what I took from it. That I'm worth it, and I think that's that's the key to his success he worked on himself because all the rest of it right yeah whatever it changes strategies change and prices change Mm -hmm. and money comes and go but if you work on yourself that's where the real value is you got it you got it so yeah so we we hope you uh we hope you like that podcast laurel it was uh it's super fun doing this podcast with you and in the amount of time that we get to spend together on the right club and and growing together so uh yeah. Let us know what you want to hear more of Right Club Nation. How to get in touch with us is at the Uh That's the easiest way. It's uh, Laurel, 
at the right club or Alfonso at the right club. If you have any questions, if you need to get in touch with us, you know, we want you to come out to, uh, to our next event. So if you have not been to an event yet, please get in touch with one of us and uh, we'll add you to our, uh, to our guest list. But uh, and stay tuned for our online, I mean, our online community is growing and growing. So keep checking our website, you know, www.therightclub.com. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you very much, Right Club Nation. And uh, until next time, come grow, grow with, with us. us. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Right Club podcast and joining our community of real estate investors online at therightclub.com, where the focus is about helping you grow. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks from your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi.